AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Oh shit, we back on the air. Thank you for letting me take a week off, guys. I was sick with the goddamn flu last week, but I'm here now and I got a special guest with me. So the last time I had this girl on with me, which is my sister, I'm just going to tell you who it is. Uh, We did a topic about cosmetic surgery and also having the disorder. Body morphia disorder exactly we also talked about that and she was telling us about me aesthetics uh refresh them again so me aesthetics they canceled my surgery due to cva which uh can be i guess classified as a stroke or as not really classified but in the same family as a stroke right and they were telling me that i could not get my money back but because of that podcast Mm -hmm. Like Jess said, I don't know if y'all remember, you know, verbatim, she literally said, my podcast reaches many people. It does. And it reached this one special young lady that did not know me from a can of paint. This Mm -hmm. girl reached out to me in my DM and told me, sis, I can help you get your money back. She used to work for a bank. Mm -hmm. She, She sat on the phone with me aesthetics and went back and forth with them for mm-hmm. like 45 minutes mm-hmm. and fought to get my money back yeah. and that just goes to show that there are really genuine people out here yeah and that just because someone was or not was but just because someone is a fan of you mm-hmm. they reached out to help me yeah yeah they and care about my to, family too you I, know i offered to give this lady some money when i get my money back and she yeah. was just like i don't i don't want that like yeah. i know I'm going to get my blessings back. Right, right. And this is, and she's a kind-hearted, pure person. You can tell that. Because like you said, she didn't even have to do that. You she know what did I mean? not like, have to do that. On, on, and then she did it on her day off. 
Yeah, yeah. She did not have to take time out of her you know, on her day off. Damn well, black people don't like to be bothered on their day off. And she she did that for me on the strength of you. I, so thank you, Miss uh, Just with the Mess, for letting me no, touch on that. No problem. Because sir. that's too much fucking money to just be throwing away. Like yeah. I ain't got it. Like I mean, how much I was it again? Let them know. Nine thousand three hundred ninety-five dollars. Yeah. So you know, black people round up. I don't care if it was ninety-one hundred. It's ten thousand dollars of right, money. Right. Pretty much. But they so they did take a percentage. They took ten percent out of that. So I'm getting all but like nine hundred forty-one dollars back. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm just happy to be even getting eight thousand some change back. Yeah. So, you know. But it was all yours, and it's all owed to you because they didn't perform your surgery, and it's their fault mm -hmm. that they didn't. You know what I mean? So they. They pretty much breached their own contract. They fucked up their own policies or whatever. So that was a victory. That was a victory for Carefully Reckless. That was a victory for my sister. And not only for my sister and Carefully Reckless, that was a victory for me because, like she said, that just goes to show how many people actually tune in and how many people are actual avid listeners of Carefully Reckless. And so I appreciate y'all. Like, oh, my God, I love y'all so much. And thank you for bearing with me while I keep on taking these little breaks, y'all. Either I'm busy or I'm sick. Just know I ain't taking off for no reason. Now, speaking of black, was that lady black who did it? Yeah, she was black. Okay, good, good, good. And she, she, she was a black young lady. I mean, like, when I say nice, just yeah. she was really down to earth. Yeah. Girl, you know who you are. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. No, I do love that. So like I was saying, speaking of black, the topic is black businesses. Listen, so I was... Mm. <sighs> now listen, we know I have a lot of controversies that I battled over the years or whatever. And I was actually canceled before by my own people, by the blacks, the only people that ever cancel any fucking body anyway. And um, Not the blacks. Yes. I was canceled by the motherfuckers because I had said um, indirectly direct. To them, I don't support black businesses. I don't support the black dollar. I definitely did say that. I mean, I had celebrities in an uproar. I had my own family members, a couple of my friends, a couple of my friends who are black business owners. You know what I'm saying? Both small and big business owners. They were quite offended by that. Like, T.I. called me and talked to me for over an hour. Oh, yeah, why the hell? I should. Words. Yeah, girl, girl, I'm talking about I had to grab a fucking thesaurus and a dictionary. I'm like, God damn. But no, you know, I totally understood what he was saying. But I think I didn't elaborate. I didn't elaborate. And so, you know, I'm gonna take the time today. We're gonna hit, we're gonna talk about that shit because it needs to be talked about. Black businesses are very important. Our businesses are just as important as these European businesses, these Asian businesses, these Caucasian businesses, these uh, Russian, what, wherever we spend our money. And we make it that way. And it's up to us to keep it that way. I don't take it back fully as a statement because I still don't support all black businesses because there are truly some some alterations that need to be done. There is some professionalism that needs to be added to the standards. There are some fucking standards that need to be added to businesses. There are some rules and regulations that needs to be put do's in place. And there, don'ts. there are do's and don'ts. There are, you know, things that we need to step back. We need to self-evaluate our businesses and be like, yo, if I take myself outside of myself having a business if i was to become a customer what i buy this shit what i take this shit off of me as a business owner what i step in this store i'm talking about even something as small as business hours like if if i walk up to your business and it says open but your door is closed and is locked 
because you ran out, you're the only one working that day and you ran out or something, or you just didn't get up and feel like coming to work today, you know, that's, that's horrible. That's horrible as a business. That don't only look bad on you. That reflects on the business. But you know what? Um, just to touch on that real quick, I went to Giant, uh-huh. the market, uh-huh. food and pharmacy, Giant Food and Pharmacy, and the manager of the store is black. Uh-huh. And they closed the store. It was like 1045. The store wasn't due to close until 11 p.m. Mm. But I went there. I pulled up on a parking lot, walked up to the door, pulled on the door. The door is locked. It's locked. Yeah. At 1045 p.m. Mm-hmm. The hours are 11 p.m. is yeah. when it's supposed to close. Yeah. So not only is it just black businesses, it's also businesses ran mm-hmm. by black, black people. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black operated businesses. Yeah, that that's that's definitely true. Um, even the self employed uh service, you know, like hairstylists and um, you know, nail techs and lash techs and all of that stuff. You know, a lot of them start off great, very professional. Oh my God. I don't I don't know if it's whether they're starstruck or not, like, you know, but they start off amazing, great. And then I guess with my personality and you know, I'm very inviting, I'm very uh, down to earth or you know what have you and I and I actually talk I love I love to talk I love to get to know people people get comfortable over time and then they start doing what they want to do and shit like they you know they start being late and shit girl I had somebody do my fucking lashes one time and she was so cool not the girl I go to now but somebody did my lashes one time she was doing them consecutively for over like maybe like two months you know and this one made me stop going to her I had an appointment early in the morning, like 7.45 or something like that. She was already, she had already started being late. This bitch asked me, can you come pick me up? She was dropping her car off somewhere or whatever. Pick you up? She was like, do you mind come picking me up, Jazz? Like, first of all, bitch, I need for you to still act like we ain't friends. We're not friends. That's what we're not. But I just need for you to seriously act like I'm still a stranger or or I'm sorry I'm a fucking client yeah pretty much I mean you are you're getting a service what is wrong I don't care how many times that we have talked about personal business or you have you know I've given you advice or you've given me advice or we have gotten deep in our talks while you sitting there doing my goddamn lashes and I'm laying there with my eyes closed all that time it don't matter how much we've bonded my nigga do not ask me to come get you I feel like when you are receiving a service, whether it's from a friend or family member, at that moment, that is your client. They're not your friend. They're not your family member. They are your client. Absolutely. This is this is your business. They are your client. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they need to treat it as such. Yeah. With it and like even with the hairstylist, like these days, it's so many fucking rules. And I'm telling you, it's I I don't know. Y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not trying to be prejudiced against my own people, but I feel like it is only or or solely the black people. It, it is only black people that'll be like, yo, you gotta come with your hair wash. What? Yeah, I, and I've I, I've heard that countless times. I've actually on, on a personal note, I've actually experienced a young lady. I wanted to book and get my hair done. Mm-hmm. And I saw on her, on her page, or on her website, whatever it was, I saw that it says you must come with your hair washed. Mm-hmm. Now, I reached out to her like, hey, you know, I see that you said I have to come with my hair washed. Yeah. Now, is there any way that I could pay an, an additional fee where you could shampoo my hair? 
what it say on the website what it say on the website yeah. you know what's this never mind because i don't even i don't even want to come and get my head done so no she more. said that to you yeah what it say on the website yeah like did you read the website see i what said I'm saying? i just i just mentioned that in the beginning that i see that it says on here blah 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 but blah, i'm asking but you is there any way i can pay anything additional i'm not trying to get over honor like, like just an option for me to get for you to wash my hair but some people have that option yeah. i didn't know if it was an option that's why i asked the closed mouth don't get fed yeah but because of how she came off at me like bitch i don't even want to come and get my fucking hair done no more at this point because i'm gonna end up slapping the shit out you yeah for that definitely. fucking attitude like definitely like a lot of uh black, so that's good black businesses know. have problems with like you were saying hospitality yeah definitely they, they don't have it Now, we're going to take a brief break. You can go grab you something to eat, something to drink, something like that. AT&T Connects, an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage, for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And then there's always so much tension and so much hostility. Like, you didn't want to get up and come to work today, but this is your motherfucking business. Mm -hmm. You work here. Even if it ain't your business, you work. You, you, nobody. You chose to do this yeah, shit. Yeah, like. Ain't nobody make you do this shit. Even in any event where you couldn't get another job, but this one, this is the only job you could get. Bitch, be thankful because you still have a job. There are people with no fucking job. 
Act like you like what you do. You know what I mean? You could be so much further in life. And then you don't know how you would make a person's day. You know, just being nice. You know what I'm saying? So, like, customer service, that shit matters. That was another reason why I said I didn't want to support black businesses. But I need for y'all to understand. I'm going to keep saying it. Understand. I solely meant certain black businesses. I don't, I don't want to support all black businesses because all black businesses in my opinion, are not worthy of my money. Now, y'all can say the same shit about me. I have Doctor Who. That's a fitness apparel line that I have. I sell waist trainers, uh, workout gear, all types of shit like that. Now, if you've ever received any, any, you know, bad service from me or whatever, I will want to be the first to know. We could fix it. I'll get it together. I've never given anybody bad customer service, me or anybody from my team. You know what I mean? But... I would definitely be open to any criticism. That's another thing. Black they operating businesses of black they people, they, they don't constructive like, yeah, criticism. they do not like it. I'm telling they you. They feel like you're just trying to put them down. You can come to them in the nicest way possible. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you know, you know, and you could be a business owner, just like from one business owner to another. Like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm a business owner too. Like, I don't want you to think I'm trying to knock you, but right. you try to like, well, I run my shit how I run my shit and you run your shit how you run your shit. Like, whoa, yep. Nelly, yep. like, hold up. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just trying to, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to give you a little insight. Like, you know, and I feel like some people are just way better business savvy yeah. than other people. Yeah. Like, Everybody don't got it. Yeah. Everybody don't got it. Like exactly. some people are better off like in the in in the background. Mm -hmm. Like maybe doing paperwork or something like that, not physically dealing with people. And you know, like, okay, so like for instance, when I first started this shit, I wasn't good because I wasn't as patient with people. I really didn't like dealing with, you know, being approached about whether something went wrong or not. So not even with Doctor Who. I'm talking about like when I first started, I didn't never want to talk to anybody about business. So I put my cousin in place to run my business because she's always been business savvy. My cousin London, she's my assistant as well. She runs a lot of my businesses for me. And that's who I put in place until I became business savvy enough to, you know, work as an active CEO. I was behind the scenes. I'm like, look, I pay you. I put you in place to do this shit right here because I don't want to deal with nobody telling me that they don't like this shit now, like that shit. Nah, because I'm going to want to slap you. Shit like that. But when you grow out of that type of shit and you really like you, it's not for everybody. Being Running a business is not for everybody. You have to have a great amount of patience. You have to have uh, perseverance. You have to have endurance because you will endure a whole lot. You will endure broke times. You will endure the grind. You will endure it all. I'm telling you, you will run into nasty people. That's the way it really is because you, like when you first, first, like first, 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 first started, <laughs> before like you became like just hilarious, just hilarious yeah. before London, yeah. me trying to, Balance oh, yeah. emails and shit with yeah. you and me and you going back and forth and mm -hmm. yo, she's a boss zilla, okay? Like oh my gosh. That's because I didn't want to deal with it. She is a little monster, y'all. I'm telling you, like and I was. Like really, like just going back and forth. And she like, I y'all, this little heifer. She <laughs> sat there and was like, Shay, you ain't checked this and checked that. And I'm like, well shit, I do got three kids. Like, girl, I'm trying. <laughs> Well, shit, I I could have missed this or I could have missed that. I'm like, well, shit, do this shit your damn self, right. cause oh my God. I can't I can't do this shit. And then she was like, I can't do this shit either. Chris, do this shit. Yeah, look, I know, right? 
asking the poor dumbass boyfriend to do some shit. I ain't hit like, he knew how to do was fucking gamble. So I was in a fucking shit. Hole. It was it is really it's really overwhelming. And like I said, if you're not business savvy and like yeah. really like if you don't know how to do that kind of shit, yeah. it it can be overwhelming. It, yeah. And just like it was overwhelming for you. And yeah. that shit was definitely overwhelming for me. Yes. I was like, look, yep. I'm getting fussed at. I'm like, look, bitch, I'm, I'm trying. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying. Ain't but that, that a, shit, yeah. shout out to London. Because know, right? London, I think her, that experience with her being at Comcast, that helped her yeah. dealing with all the mother crazy motherfuckers. London does her damn thing. She mm-hmm. she talks very well. She does. She 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 does. be she be handling that shit. She another I fucking T.I. I I heard on a business call not too long ago. I was like, God damn, I didn't even know you knew what the fuck that meant. She was like, Yeah, bitch, I'm smart. Like, I'm just a little red shit, but yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, Jesus. That's not her her voice when she talked to business people and shit, when she talked to these other businesses and these higher ups and shit. But yeah, you know, so that back to what I was saying, you know, is it's very fucking overwhelming, but that's why you have to have either, you know, a patient mind, a patient personality. You have to be mm-hmm. open to learn. You have to be open to criticism. Yo, it's okay because it doesn't, criticism does not mean insulting. Like, it's not like somebody not trying to come at you. That's one thing about black people. We always feel like somebody's trying to come for us. Somebody's trying to disrespect us. Honestly, that shit, criticism makes you better. Even if mm-hmm. it is disrespectful, take that shit with a grain of salt. Let that roll down your back and just keep applying pressure to these motherfuckers. Just make yourself better. No matter what, you never stop. Consistency is the fucking key. And that's how I've stayed relevant all these years. That's how a lot of small businesses, they, they have like flourished and blossomed into huge businesses now. A lot of black businesses are, are fucking huge now that i've watched some i've watched grow like you know what i mean like i'm gonna shout out just just a couple of black swank a posh yes i Nigga, love swank. what yeah, like swank I, swank has came uh they have come a they very come a long, long way, way man i love it i work with swank yeah you know, know. doing uh doing a brand ambassador program and yeah. i love it they are really they really down to earth and yeah. it's up black woman yes from detroit yep. she doing the damn thing yep. she is doing her thing and listen i'm gonna tell you this one i got into it with one of their representatives and i honestly feel like this is why uh, they don't use me for brand ambassador anymore um i don't know if this girl is still there but they actually, they actually want to use you oh they oh, okay okay well should i'll reach back out because i actually yeah, do yeah, love their clothes but i that's why i said i don't know if this girl is there anymore but um, it wasn't the owner. It was one of their representatives yeah. or whatever. It was somebody, my point of contact. I was doing brand ambassador for them. And um, I they, I asked for a certain pair of jeans to be sent to me because I, I'm a person that I only wear what looks good on me. You yeah, know, like everybody should, you know. And I, if I don't like it, I'm not going to want to promote it because if I don't feel comfortable in it, how I'm going to sell it for you. Of course. So um, I, I did that. I was like, yo, I, uh, I don't like this what y'all sent me or something like that like that's not what i asked for and it's too big and the pants are droopy and the girl kind of got smart and i'm like well listen y'all ass is doing all this y'all ain't even got y'all damn tags y'all don't have tags y'all basically bought these jeans from such and such and put y'all name on a packaging so if you really really want to take some criticism like get get a little bit more better with your fucking packaging and and get your shit together. Da, 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 da. And even though I was being smart, that was still some criticism for the owner. But right. I was being smart because she was being smart to me. And I'm telling you, like 
couple months down the line, they had their own tags in their fucking yep, jeans. Yeah, they had they had their, their own tags and, and they have the um, you know, like the the tagless yeah. method too. So like that I said that that I don't know if it was only me that said it or whatever, but I seen a change in it because I was still right. ordering shit from them, even though I didn't want to do brand ambassador from them right. anymore. I still was ordering shit because I was like, I do like the way these jeans fit me. Yeah, they have. So they I'm really still have nice buy. items. Fuck it, you know. And I was like, damn, yo, that's good. Like that's an example of criticism working. People taking it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, another one, Kaleidoscope. Yo, Jessica, uh, BB Judy. Oh she, my god! Like that woman. Love she her. is she she's really she's having sense you know my baby girl yeah your your, your little niece. mini me my, my niece my y'all. the child looks like me and acts just like X you just like me so she was cursed period but she you know she's she works for bb judy mm-hmm. jessica mm-hmm. with her colada kids line and when yeah. i tell you that woman is a fucking marketing genius yeah yeah when i tell you like her strategies, I don't know who, what team she got working yeah, for her, yeah. but they, she got a team of beasts. I love that's it. A, that's another one. Um, good customer service, yep, um, yep. can take constructive criticism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know. Exactly. Yo, I've never, yo, I'm telling you, I've never heard anyone talk bad about, you know, the service or customer service or even when they, when they, people give her criticism, she'll listen, like, because mm-hmm. she's actually good with kids as well. Um, Supercent. Yo, I've, I, I remember her. you know I crayon love, you know, I know I you girl her. yes I know you love I them straight keep calling her my damn cousin I know like, you love them to death yes I want to shout out her too I remember crayon case wasn't that big and she just yo those women and they're best friends actually you know for those what? who don't know that, Supercent that's and, uh, another BBG. thing I didn't mean to cut you off that's no, another good. thing with certain black people mm-hmm. that have these businesses mm-hmm. that try to tear other black businesses down yeah. but then you have people like Judy and Super yep. that are helping to build yeah. one another up. I mean, granted, you know, Judy was up. Yeah. And Super was her friend. Yeah. She brought her friend up with her. Period. She didn't try to take her down. No. You know what I mean? So it's just like, we need more of that. Yeah. Because there's so many black businesses yeah. that is sitting there trying to tear each other down uh-huh. instead of trying to build each other up. That's mm-hmm. like, I seen this meme. It said, um, if you ever feel like your business idea won't be successful because there's other people with that same business walk down the bread aisle mm, right it's so it's many so different bread many brands of yeah. bread and, and all them bitches and all get of bought. them are winning all of them get bought yeah all of them. every one of them yeah so it's just like don't i don't know about no damn wonder bread now that should be getting all dried out and crusty. but people buy that shit i know girl i know Go people ahead. be buying it so it's mm-hmm. just like you know if you ever feel discouraged you walk down that bread aisle walk yeah. down that bread aisle yeah. and it's just like damn that's like me being a mobile bartender yeah it's hella mobile bartenders out here but i'm not sitting there i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh i'm not gonna be able to do this because this person is doing that that person mm-hmm. is doing it but I'm you like, know what's more power to you. Yeah, but you know what stands out about you? Yes. All right, so my sister, she is a mobile bartender. But the thing is about this girl, she don't drink. So I think it's the best thing. Like, yo, she does not drink. Like, she don't even taste drinks. I sip occasionally. Oh, you just started sipping. I sip it more so wine. Oh, right, yeah. You so know, like I, I, said, you know I love my wine. <laughs> but she do not drink. She can't stand liquor, but will make you one of the best drinks you've ever fucking had from a bartender who gets skunk drunk. Like, it's so crazy. So I feel like that's what stands out with her. I don't know exactly why, 
But like that's that, I don't know. That's what stands out with you. Like you don't be. I don't know. I don't really like the. I mean, so like if I'm going, you know, somewhere with like, you know, for like celebratory purposes or something like mm-hmm. that, or like maybe my birthday, I'll take a shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll have a few mixed drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I ain't about to like be out here like just bending yeah. my elbow like oh yeah. shot shot shots like i know yo you said like, bending my elbow yeah that's an old term for y'all young oh, listeners lord jesus <laughs> the hell you know you be like oh pop's bending the elbow again lord jesus never heard of that shit before <laughs> also it's another um uh what is what is um matt collection black owned Oh, that's um, the, the bathing suit. The suit. Yeah, They're that's black? that's Neil's ex-wife, Monifa. What? Yes, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. that I have two bathing suits from um from her. Yep, black on. Like she. I like really, her stuff, and I got I one of really them big ass hats. You got she she sell them big ass hat. Big ass hat. Hat mm. big as a bitch. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, you dumb as shit, yo. But for real, for real, man. So I, I I sit back and I watch these black businesses thrive, and then you know, I watch the ones drive themselves in the fucking ground. And it's like, what can you learn from these bigger businesses? What can you learn? Be humble is number one. Yeah, learn to be humble, and then also learn how to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you don't know everything. You don't know everything, and you can't think you know everything. You know, you have to be open to suggestions. You mm-hmm. have to be open. That's why a lot of people thrive more and 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 better with a team. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know you may you may a lot of people feel like they can't trust people. No, you can't. You know, but two can be a team. It don't got to be a team of eight or ten. Yeah. Like my my team is still small. You know what I mean? I I have four employees. That's it. That's all I wish I could have forever. But it ain't gonna be like that. It can't because as I grow, my business grows. My mm-hmm. staff has to grow. My money grows. Everything grows. Yeah. So I actually. I, I think that was a really good episode. I think we can end that shit right here because I'm looking at this shit and this shit say 27 minutes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> He'll say, oh, wow. <laughs> so, we're going to get up out of here. Say bye, Shay. Peace out, sure. And she'll be back next week because this is my favorite. I love my fucking sister. I and just like that, peace. <laughs> Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy 
talk to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.